This episode is brought to you by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough reinvention. Explore the human-led tech-powered solutions that help you reinvent. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at pwc.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It's been a while. A month to be exact, but we are back and we have a lot of New York Yankees baseball to discuss. The Bronx Bombers have clinched their berth into the postseason, but is it going to be an easy ride for the Yankees as they look for World Series title number 28? We're going to discuss this and more on this brand new episode of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, which begins right now. You are listening to the Pinstripe Talk podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, powered to you by Delahanty Media. I'm your host, Nick Delahanty. Boy, does it feel like forever since we last did a show, and it feels so good to be sitting in front of this microphone right now. As you know, I went back to work. Life gets hectic. You know, teacher life, coach life, it does get in the way, but I have been watching. Of course, you know that my passion for the New York Yankees never went away. We are back on the year. We have a lot to talk about over that last month of the season. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but to me, the 2021 regular season has been such a whirlwind. I don't know about you, but even though we've had a lot of ups and definitely our fair share of downs, the season has just been so draining to say the least. But it's a new season. We're heading to the postseason. Yankees finished the regular season at 92-70. and 70. They are one of four teams in the American League East to finish with a record of 90-plus wins. The Blue Jays, unfortunately, missed out on the postseason. The thing about being in a really good division is, you know, 90 wins may not get you in. Yankees were able to back in. They've been struggling over their last couple of games. They've only won two of their last five. But nonetheless, they got the job done, clinched their wild card berth with a win on the final day of the regular season. Aaron Judge had the walk-off hit to score Tyler Wade to give the Yankees a 1-0 win over the Tampa Bay Rays. What are we going to talk about on this show? It's simple. We're going to break down our little recap of the season. Of course, once it's officially over, we'll go more into depth with that. We're also going to talk about the upcoming one-game playoff at Fenway Park against the Boston Red Sox should be an exciting one on Tuesday night. And of course, we'll give you our predictions and breakdown 
on how we feel that the Yankees are going to fare this postseason. Before we get into that, in case you forgot, follow us on social media at PinstripeTalkND on Twitter. I'm going to be tweeting during these games. I'm going to be excited. I'm already amped up for that, so make sure you interact with us on there. We're also on Facebook by searching up Pinstripe Talk Podcast. You can find our brand, the Delahanty Media brand, on all social media sites as well. And of course, if you're listening to us, you found our show link. Very good job. You get a gold star for today. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcasting platform you choose to listen on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, you name it, the show is there available for you. Make sure you take advantage of all the different outlets that we have in order for you to listen to our show. Now, when I was preparing today's show, and for those of you who know me on a personal level, you know that I'm very prepared with how I go about things. With regards to how I wanted to open up today's show, I didn't know just how to go about it. And this is one of the very few times that you could put a microphone in front of my face and I'd be stumped to really say anything. First and foremost, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the hiatus definitely was one for me that I missed doing this. And I hope that you missed listening to our show. But in the same token... I feel like I was able to take a back seat and just experience what the Yankees were doing without having to look so much into the stats. And I was able to use my eyes more and let my vision tell me what I was seeing on the field. And for me, it just felt like we never really saw this team click fully to the potential that they have. Now, of course, you could point to the 13-game winning streak. You could point to a bunch of hot streaks that this team has had, but we never fully got to see what this team is capable of doing when fully healthy and fully going. Every time you look, there was somebody who was injured or somebody who was out and of action, especially on the pitching side of things. And if you look at this team now, DJ LeMahieu, a very big catalyst on this team, is going to miss the wildcard game and most likely the ALDS if the Yankees are able to pass to that point. And Luke Voigt, another key contributor, he's out for the year. And people wondered, you know, how would he fit in with Anthony Rizzo? And it just seemed like he became the odd man out and the injury bug got him once again. But in looking at this team from start to finish, I think Yankee fans could agree with me on this. And if you don't, I would love to hear your comments by tweeting us or reaching out via email. My thought process on the Yankees 2021 season is this. If you would have told me on the first day of the season that the Yankees would mightily struggle, would fall into fourth place in the American League East, would be at one point 10 plus games out in the division, and would find a way to win 90 games and make the postseason in the wild card. First of all, I probably would have told you you were crazy. Second, I would have probably believed that it would have been a roller coaster knowing how this Yankees team is. But see, I would have firmly 100% taken it. Why? It's very simple to me. First and foremost, you play to make the postseason. Of course, you want to win the division, but going into the year, I knew that the division was going to be tough. I know Tampa was going to be good. We all knew Tampa was going to be good. Toronto was up and coming. They added Marcus Simeon. Who would have known 
that he was going to hit like a top 10 caliber player in the league. And then you have the Red Sox. A lot of people counted them out, and I thought they were going to be middle of the pack, but you got to give credit to Alex Cora and his crew. They do a phenomenal job once again, and right there, the Red Sox find themselves in the postseason. So in regards to the division, you really just have to sit back and say, 92 wins, you get into the playoffs, and basically, you're going by a day-by-day basis. Now, of course, when this team gets cold, it is ugly. We've seen flashes of it. And that's something that if they want to make a deep run into the postseason, they cannot afford. But you have to look at some of the bright spots as well. Andrew Velasquez is a guy I want to talk about. And we talked about him on previous shows. He is a guy that was just a spark plug for this team when they needed it the most. You look at a guy like Brett Gardner. And at the beginning of the year, you guys can recall, I did not want anything to do with Brett Gardner. But the veteran he is... When the Yankees needed him the most down the stretch, Gardner put together his best performance and still showed that there's something left in the tank. And what about Aaron Judge? We've all waited for Aaron Judge to have that year where he just solidified being an MVP type of candidate. And if it wasn't for performances like Shohei Otani and Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Judge would be right in the middle of the mix. Now that he's only a year away from free agency... Judge proved that not only can he stay healthy and on the field, but he is truly a top 10 player in the game. And he made the case that the Yankees seriously need to lock him up this offseason. Of course, we're going to let that go for now, but let's look at the pitching a little bit. Jordan Montgomery didn't get a lot of run support this year, but if you look at his numbers, he's been one of the better pitchers in the American League. That's the guy the Yankees thought they had a couple of years back in With all the injuries, Montgomery has developed into a steady contributor that Aaron Boone could call on every fifth day. And Nestor Cortez. Cortez wasn't even a guy that the Yankees had any hopes for when they reacquired him. They brought him back thinking that he would be a left-handed option out of the bullpen, but man, was he much more than that. Stepped into the starting rotation, really did a nice job. His funky delivery, creative way to get guys out really was an asset for this Yankees team. And then you look at the bullpen. Guys like Jonathan Loisega, dominant. Chad Green, who's had his up and downs, still one of the better relievers in the game. Clay Holmes, who the Yankees acquired in a midseason trade. He's been phenomenal ever since the Yankees acquired him. There are a lot of bright spots with this team, and you could point to different guys and really just talk about their importance. Essentially, though, this team definitely had their ups and downs. And... To be quite honest, you could even say they were a little disappointing considering how the season went. But with all the injuries and everything that went against the Yankees, you got to be really impressed that they were able to put together 92 wins and find their way into the postseason. Now, it's not going to be easy. Yankees are going up against their biggest foe in the one-game playoff on Tuesday night at Fenway Park. Yankees have to go on the road because they lost the season series against the Red Sox. And at first, the series was not going in their favor. Yankees lost the first seven games of the 19 they played against the Red Sox. But since that point, the Yankees were 9-2, including winning the last six. So the Yankees have some momentum against the Boston Red Sox. Now, of course, in a one-game win-or-go-home situation, there's one guy the Yankees want on the mound, and that's their ace, Garrett Cole. And he's going to take the ball on Tuesday night in a hostile environment, But he's up for the challenge. Cole has been to the postseason before. 
He knows what to expect. He is in line to give the Yankees, hopefully, a big outing. And they'll face a familiar face in Nathan Eovaldi. Eovaldi, who the Yankees have had their fair share of success against this year, but is still a very capable pitcher in this league. He's a guy that can overpower you with his fastball and is creative enough with his breaking ball to keep guys off balance. So it's going to be a test, and the Yankees definitely have their work cut out for them. Because if the Yankees get past Boston, they're going right to Tampa Bay to start the American League Division Series against the Rays. And it's not going to get easy. It's never going to be easy. Winning a championship is one of the hardest things to do in sports, in life. It's not going to be handed to you, and this Yankees team knows that for sure. So, as we kind of look ahead, and of course, we're, we're going to focus on the one-game playoff first. Here are my keys to the one-game playoff. Number one, Cole has to be Cole. The Yankees need at least six innings from Garrett Cole on this one. With the off day, they'll have a fresh bullpen. If Cole could get you into the sixth, deep into the game, possibly the seventh, I think the Yankees are going to be in a really good spot. Loisica, Green, Luis Severino, Chapman, they have all the weapons ready. And I'm sure Aaron Boone will not be shy to Cole upon them if Cole starts to struggle or if his pitch count gets high early in the game. The offense has to get going early. That's my next point. Get to Eovaldi early. He's a guy that does tend to throw a lot of pitches. Make the Red Sox go to the bullpen early. Five innings for Eovaldi. That's all they can allow. Make Alex Cora use out of Eno and guys like that out of the pen. Give them big quality outs to get. That's what the Yankees want to happen. Get the offense going early and don't take your foot off the pedal. Keep pushing through. Yankees need at least four or five runs in this game. It's not going to be a low scoring affair. It's not. We know that already. It's going to be chaotic. Yankees offense has to come ready to play. And one guy that I'm really zeroing in on, who hasn't looked as locked in of late, but still has that ability to get locked in, is Giancarlo Stanton. We saw what a tear Stanton went on in the month of September and what he's capable of doing. The Yankees need another postseason performance like last year from Stanton to show that it wasn't a one-hit wonder. He's the guy I'm zeroing in on in the Yankees lineup to get them going. Maybe a nice home run early in the game. And I could do my John Sterling impersonation and be really thrilled throughout the uh, rest of the night. But nonetheless, Yankees need Stanton to get going, get guys on base before him, and hopefully he'll be able to connect on one or two good pitches and hit it over the green monster in Fenway. And of course, the Yankees' bullpen is their strength, but Cole's got to give them length. So if I'm looking at this game as a whole, I'm feeling very confident about where the Yankees stand. You know, I, I think the Red Sox have a very good team. It's not going to be an easy game. But I love having Garrett Cole on our side. Yes, guys like Bogarts and Devers and Kike Hernandez, who's having a great year, Hunter, Renfro. The Red Sox lineup is no joke. But if you can silence them early and get a lead, it puts the pressure on this team who does have their fair share of youth. So... I think that if you're looking at where the pitching is right now, you'd have to say the Yankees have a little bit of an advantage, especially given the strength of their bullpen. Offensively, it's going to come down to the wire. And I think that's going to be the key determining factor of this game, is which team could produce more early and which team could put the pressure on their opponent 
in this do-or-die situation. Of course, I think the Yankees are going to win this ballgame. My heart's telling me the Yankees are going to win it. I think that tomorrow's not going to end their season, or Tuesday night's not going to end their season. But nonetheless, I can't tell the future. But what I do know is, if the Yankees are able to get past the Red Sox, it for sure will still be a tough task to get past the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, of course, we're going to go postseason generalized statement here. Okay, we're going to give you our keys to the postseason. Number one, if the Yankees are able to get past the one-game playoff, the starting pitching has to come up big. Jamison Tyone's injured. Corey Kluber, we don't know what to expect from him. Nestor Cortez and Jordan Montgomery have been solid, but what do they give you in this postseason setting? Montgomery was good last year when the Yankees called upon him against the Rays. Can he duplicate that success? The starting pitching will be the determining factor as to how far this Yankees team goes. If the starting pitching can hold up, get to the bullpen, not overexert the bullpen, and give the offense a chance, the Yankees have a really good chance, maybe as good of a chance as anybody in the American League, to move on and to go deep into the postseason. But if the bullpen has to be used early and the starters struggle, the Yankees are in for a tough task because you also can't overtax your pen as well, especially playing so many games in a short amount of time. So of course, my number one key to the postseason, if the Yankees want to make a deep run, the starting pitching has to step up. Number two, of course, you could point to the offense and say, you know, they got to do this better. They have to do that better. I'm going to give you two things the Yankees have to do better in order to make a deep run. Number one, don't hit into double plays. Stay off the ground with runners on base. That has been a nightmare happening for the Yankees throughout the season. They have to avoid that. Also, this team likes to work the count, which is good. They have to draw more walks, lessen the strikeouts. They have had their fair share of putting the ball in play. So if you're going to work the count, you got to find a way to get on base. Whether it's by hit, whether it's by walk, they have to be more aggressive and get to the good pitches that they're getting in the at-bat. Strikeouts, you know, sometimes are, I don't want to say they're beneficial, but if you're going to avoid hitting into a double play, you'd much rather strike out than a double play. But again, you want to see these guys putting the ball in play. Small ball is going to help you win games. If the long ball is not there, you have to manufacture runs the other ways. Hit and runs. Just hitting in key situations. There's a whole bunch of aspects that you got to look at. So offensively, those are my two key points. And of course, you know, we've seen in the past, the Yankees have been hurt by not being able to produce runs. Let's see if this offense comes alive for this postseason run. And finally, defensively, I'm going to make this short and sweet. I'm not worried about Gio Urshela playing short. I think he could handle the position. I am not worried about Odora third. I think he's capable. Yankees could even use Velasquez at short and Urshela at third, whatever they want to do. I'm not necessarily worried about them. What I am worried about is the guy behind the plate, Gary Sanchez. And I do think that we're going to see a lot of Kyle Higashioka, especially in the one-game playoff. I think the Yankees are going to do what they did last year. And if Sanchez starts to struggle offensively, don't be surprised if Aaron Boone pulls the trigger and decides to use Higashioka as his everyday backstop throughout the postseason. Of course, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but Sanchez is one of the players that 
really does scare me for this Yankees team. And of course, my thought process going in is Tuesday night's another game. You have to win one to keep moving on. And then you got to win as many games as you have to to move on past the Rays. You have to win as many games to move on in the ALCS. And then, of course, you get to the World Series where I think a lot of people, including myself, felt the Yankees wouldn't have much trouble getting to this year given the amount of talent they have on the roster. But, again, take it one game at a time. And, of course, we'll have a lot to talk about as this postseason run goes along. So that's going to wrap up our show. We felt so good to be back on the air. We thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to listen to our show. As more happens throughout the Yankees postseason, hopefully we have a long stretch to talk about. If not, you're going to hear from us very soon. We're going to keep you updated. Make sure you follow us on social media for all the latest news and updates regarding not only our show, but our brand as a whole. We gearing up for the postseason. We only got one thing to say. Let's go Yankees. Once again, my name is Nick Delahanty, and I'm the host of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, powered to you by Delahanty Media. We'll talk to you really soon.